Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Everybody, Facebook Live once again for the hallways of Intercom Radio. But we have a big announcement about this program. I'm Rich. Bryce Harper is joining the program? Did we sign Bryce Harper? No. <laughs> Somebody's got to. Somebody's got to. We'll see. Uh, Derek Tokerson, of course, from uh, Sports Wrap, NBC7. Hello. Back from Arizona. Yeah, it was, it was wet and cold. But then the sun came the same oh. time Manny Machado showed up. And I heard angels singing. And it was glorious. Mm-hmm. Manny Machado. All right. Describe beautiful. the scene for us. What it was, it was like you were down there. Uh, mm. When the rumors just started heating up and then you were there when, boom, that hot talent lava got hotter. It exploded. Yeah, th- I think the best way I could put this is just talking to a couple of the guys in the Potter's PR, PR staff. I asked him, did you ever in a million years think that you would be writing a press release that says, Padre signed Manny Machado, 10-year, $300 million contract? And to a man, they said, no. No, we, I mean, even as it was ready to go, they're about to send it out, they reread it and went, this doesn't feel real. It doesn't seem like this is actually happening right now. And that was kind of the vibe around that place. When I mean, Eric Hosmer's in the clubhouse with a bullhorn, you know, yell, yelling at people and doing it. Was, it was, there was so much energy in that place after the Machado signing was official. It, it was out of control. That whole franchise is energized. So what is it? What did the players say? What was the reaction for the players? It was to a man. We, we got Manny Machado. Right. We got Manny Machado. I mean, even some of the some of the younger guys, I, we can learn from watching Manny Machado. He was like Ty France, a San Diego State kid who was in the mix for third base. Who was now no longer in the mix for third base. It's like, I get to learn from Manny Machado. As long as I'm here, I get to learn from Manny Machado. I talk to some of the young pitchers. I'd rather have him on my team than face him. If he takes a, a batting practice with me, he does a live BP, I'm going to ask him, how's my slider coming out? He'll be able to give me, because we got freaking Manny Machado. Every single part of that organization, even there were 70 lockers and 70 players in the clubhouse. Right. So now David Bednar and Jesse Schultz have to share a locker, right? They got, went over to like Ross or Marshalls or something. They got one of those little um, racks that, that, that separate on the clothing <laughs> rack, those, those discs, you know, say like medium large, put that in between their lockers and know whose stuff is on which side. Ask them, guys, you guys okay sharing a locker? A, yeah, because they're buddies because they live together anyway. B, like, yeah. It's for Manny Machado. What What are we going to say? No. It's every, every, everybody's jazzed. Interesting that just the whole energy courses through the entire building. Mm-hmm. But here's the question I have for Padre fans here. So now what? Now that you can buy the jersey, now that you can get the T-shirt, now that you can get everything, what's next? So if you want to comment. wins. It is that is that going to equal the buzz that you have right now. So again, we're on Facebook, Facebook Live. Uh, make sure that you send in your, your comments, your questions, and Braden will read them for us on the air, the third member of our crew. What does that mean? How excited do people get? How do, how do you keep that energy of Eric Hosmer with the bullhorn, guys willing to share lockers? How do you keep that going over the grind of 162? You start winning more. 
you start winning, or, or you, maybe you just still start winning more, but you see some of these guys, you have to start winning more. Some of these guys start to play better, and now they're in more games. They play more exciting baseball. Remember, Manny Machado was lost a lot in Baltimore, too, but he still was one of the best players on the field, and that didn't yeah. let his, his production didn't slip, it didn't dip at all. Put him into a pennant race type situation, or put him into a situation where it's there's energy and you know that there's a future for this team, and some of these guys start arriving when Fernando Tatis gets there, when Chris Paddock gets there. Man, you just you, you infuse the energy and you see that these kids can play, and then you, you you win 75, 78 games, and now all of a sudden you have a bunch of these guys with another year under their belt, and you hit 2020, and you are off and running. I would like to know what the reasonable expectations for the ball club is. You said 78 wins below 500. Are people expecting them to be in the hunt for the wild card, which at 78 you can be in the hunt for the wild card in, in August? You can, yeah. For the second wild card spot, you can. Depend now, it depends on, you know, do you do you start off the season really well and then kind of you know flounder at the end? Do uh, are you going to have a lot of teams that are kind of middling right there around the right. 500 mark that you're within four or five games when when you know late August hits? So technically, you can still be in it and win 78 games up until say mid September. Right. Um, mathematically, that is. Realistically, probably not. But you know, can can you still be? Can you not be out of it by the All-Star break? That's that's what we want. Just don't be out of it by the All-Star break, and I think they can do that. So, again, Padre fans, we'd like to get your feedback now that it's sunk in, now that Derek's back from Arizona. What are you realistically looking for and expecting? What are you looking for? What's a realistic <laughs> number of wins for this team just with the addition of Manny Machado, not having any idea who's in the starting rotation, not having any idea if Tatis breaks camp as your opening day shortstop? None of that. What, should, what, do, you, what do you think? I think 78 uh, where you are is probably the reasonable expectation. I think flirting with 500 um, is reasonable. Um, we get to 500. If you get to 500, that's a win in my book. That's a 12-win improvement year over year. That's, right. That's and a his, big deal in baseball. And his war is? Five and, five, and a half. Six, five and a half, six. Yeah. Um, the, again, the thing that scares me is uh, who's going to match up if Clayton Kershaw can actually stay healthy. Uh, another Gardner and some of the others is – I, you still got to get the guys out. They'll be able to outslug people, but you still got to get people out on the other side. And the bullpen is going to be very good again. Right. Jose Castillo, the forearm tightness is a little bit of a concern, but the bullpen is, is young and talented with a bunch of power arms in there. The bullpen's going to be fine. That starting rotation, man, that starting rotation is scary. It's, it could be really good. It could be historically bad. You don't. You just don't know what you're going to get from most of these guys. Exactly. Um, again, Facebook Live, tell us what you think. Uh, let's talk about Bryce Harper, who you brought up. Okay, so here's the latest. Bryce Harper. Dodgers are in. Stephen A. Smith has some report that I'm not buying that it was like okay. some low, some you know, two three year deal for you know five bazillion. He said three years, two hundred million dollars, with an opt out. What? Or no, that was it. Three years, two hundred million dollars. Say that again. Three years, two hundred million dollars. You're talking about basically sixty-seven million bucks a year. Sixty-seven million dollars a year. That's what he said. Okay, why? No, okay, no. So, all right. So, okay, why? The Dodgers are underneath the luxury tax, so they can go above the luxury tax. And luxury tax resets at a big deal every five years. So, it does, you could work out the calculations that, you know. Three years, sixty-seven or seventy-six. Would you say sixty-seven? No, but why? Also. Why give anyone an annual <laughs> salary of of, of sixty-seven million? Because I'm going to give him that opportunity. Dollars. If you're the Dodgers, you need him worse than anybody else in baseball. You've why? been to the World Series twice. They signed AJ Pollock. You need any starting pitching. They don't need Bryce Harper. You've been to the World Series twice and you haven't won. Right. That is a failure. 
Right, it is, especially for the Dodgers. For the Dodgers. They need to win, and they're desperate to win right now. Remember what I told you what Scott but Boris But the outfield says? is not the problem. But remember what I told you Scott Boris said? It just takes one. Let me find one team that's right. willing to panic and pay. So here's the other thing. Now that I say it out loud and I'm trying to justify it, I don't, I don't think that's a real offer. There's no chance that's a real offer. That's, but that's, remember, that's somebody pulling something off of Twitter. But remember, the CBA is over in 2021, so you're going to blow this whole thing up anyway. And we are heading towards labor unrest. Right. So is it crazy that you have the short-term deal knowing the strike's going to come and everything is going to get blown up anyway? But still, you're talking about how do you make your money back? You, you can't they do. possibly. You well, can't possibly. Giving a man $67 million. You could buy, you could have the entire payrolls of the A's and the Rays for right. that. With, give or take a few bucks. And you're going to get one guy. One and guy. Then, now that one guy is generational talent. And that one guy is, is, a, is a lineup wrecker. And that one guy is, is they, a they difference maker. Million, and all this they, stuff. They drew three million. How many more can they? How many more can they? I think is the Dodgers. The Dodgers aren't going to see a sizable increase because the Dodgers sell out a lot anyway. Or does this force finally the cable providers to put the Dodgers on television? You know that, right? Yeah, like I know. you can't see Dodger games in Los Angeles on most of the cable. They, I think they only get like 20% penetration in the, in the Los Angeles market of their, of their um, cable channel they have. Maybe if I could pay Bryce Harper $67 million and I finally get clearance on TV for the TV uh, network that I own a piece of, that's worth it. I would take that investment, I'd make it back. Is I'm just there, trying to think there, like is, somebody in the front office that's, would. It's a possibility. Is there, but you got to figure also that's that's going to have to happen eventually. What's I mean, that? A, a, a National League champion two years in a row, the, the TV networks, that, that, TV, that has to get worked out on its own eventually. Like, it has to, right? You can't, I don't cause, know. you can't keep having people in Los Angeles not seeing Dodger games or just paying the MLB subscription price to do it. But you can't. It still gets blacked out. You know, it, it's good. You get blacked out in Los Angeles. You cannot physically watch the Dodgers in Los Angeles. So you're thinking that if. Even though that Bryce Harper is the difference between they've been to the World Series two years in a row and that's not enough. Right. Now Bryce Harper is the thing. Oh, they've won two straight you know, pennants, but now they have Bryce Harper. Now we have to have them on television. Now because the television ratings would be so big with you at Bryce Harper? That's a stretch. That's a I'm just, big I'm just, stretch. I'm just trying to justify how that would make sense. It's, I, think you're, I think you're closer probably with the labor agreement. Because if you're, if you're going to blow everything up after you know 2021 anyway... Right. I, yeah, then the, the, the length of the contract makes sense, but the term 60, $67 million a year. $67 million. <sighs> Comment, Facebook Live. Braden? Uh, speaking of stretches, Chris Sandoval says the Giants will sign Harper for 10 years, $335 million. That the Giants his, will? That is his prediction. The Giants will. Give me your thoughts. Uh, the numbers fit, and I think if, if the Giants want to do that, then Harper will go there. Right. Because the, the numbers definitely fit. I mean, they, they love left-handed left hitting, power hitting right fielders in the Bay Area, obviously. Um, I, does, does Harper want to go to a place like San Francisco? That, I mean... They who, sell who, out every night? They sell out every night. It's so here's, not, not here's, a great hitter's park. Neither was Nationals Park, of course. Right. Um, here's where the know. Giants makes the, the Giants are not close to competing right now. The Giants system is not good. The, Giants, the Giants don't have a whole lot at the major league level. The Giants are not close to competing right now. And, and if winning is on his list, then he's going to have to seriously think about this. Philadelphia would make a lot more sense in that case. Farhan Zaidi, the new general manager of the Giants, came from? The Dodgers. Los Angeles. Bruce Bochy's last year? 
Yeah. Send Boach out with a chance. Bryce Harper is not giving the chance. Bryce Harper is not giving the chance. But there's going to be some nostalgia. Let's do something for Boach. Here's the other thing that people don't realize about the San Francisco Giants. They have now the wherewithal and the jack and the money, the moolah, to compete with everybody else. So they self-financed their ballpark for 20 years. Mm -hmm. It got paid off a couple years ago. That's an extra $20 million that they've been having to stick into that ballpark that they can now use for payroll and other things. They also do a great job of – of concerts and other events over there. Right. Metallica plays there. Metallica right. plays there. Um, they're cash cow now. Oh, yeah. I, I have friends who work well, up there. It's not an issue of not affording it. The Giants can afford it. <coughs> There's no question the Giants can afford it. Is, 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 is it a smart move for them? Well, if I'm Farhan Zaidi and I'm going to rebuild the ball club, why not rebuild around Bryce Harper? I still, I, I'll, it'll keep butts in the seats. Mm-hmm. I'll sell tickets. People get excited. Um, we talked about it. This is one of those seismic shifts the same way you talked about Machado coming to the Padres right. everybody was excited that is a regional presence that right. now make the Padres relevant Bryce Harper continues the Giants being relevant so it, it makes sense if you can do that then do you have to re-sign Madison Bumgarner no he's going to be up because no Mad Bum, Mad you, Bum you could have got for a bag of peanuts over the over the offseason oh, then if you lose Bumgarner right then you have nothing in your starting staff. Now you really are starting from scratch. Exactly. Unless, unless you just go absolutely hog wild and go nuts on the free agent market. But remember, Farhan Zaidi, Farhan Zaidi has nothing invested in their minor league system. So right. he goes out and buys a bunch of players. That's what they did in Los Angeles. Yeah, but they also had a really good minor league system. Not, not when he got there. Not yeah. when he got there. Not when they got well, there. When, they didn't. when Friedman got there, it was okay. And he... Because right. Logan White, he got – remember, Logan White is out with the Padres. He's the guy who drafted Seager right. and Kershaw and Bellinger and these guys. Like he, he had some jewels. He built that system. Urias, he built that system right. nice. So the Dodgers have always had maybe not a lot of depth like the Padres have in the system. They always have four or five studs. Walker right. Bueller. So, they have enough guys to keep the major league team good. So the Dodgers have always been good. It wasn't as barren as the Giants right now. How many guys have in the top 100 prospects? What, but look two? At, look at Farhan Zaidi. His track record, you know, um, being with the Dodgers and what they did. Remember, the Dodgers came in, made that big deal with the Boston Red Sox to take Gonzalez. Carl Crawford. Carl Crawford took all that money off. So they knew they had to spend money in the beginning to make sure that people are going to stay relevant. And then eventually they said, hey, uh, Guggenheim Group, we're not going to be spending money like this. We're going to develop through the minor leagues, but we've got to stay competitive now. So he does have a track record of being with organizations that will overspend – to stay relevant while they build up the minor league system. But they're not relevant right now. That's the thing. The Dodgers, Bryce Dodgers, Harper? The Dodgers were still relevant. Does Bryce Harper make you relevant? Bryce Harper, may, Bryce Harper makes you interesting. Well, I'm not sure if it makes you relevant because you still need to win games to be relevant. Harper versus Machado. You saw the boost of energy that you got in the Padres clubhouse. Ah, but it's a very different situation because the Padres know they're building something. Right. They're going like this. Machado arriving is like, oh, this is the cherry on top of the prospect Sunday. This is we're 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 going like we're all in. This is it. We're really going to be there. And then we watched Paddock strike out four and two innings yesterday, and Tatis hit a ball that hasn't landed yet. And then we're going, oh, add this to Machado. We're winning Whoa. everything. We're winning everything that, to the end of time. That was a great catch. That was the Giants, a great catch. Like that, it's on a tether. Sorry. The the Giants signed Bryce Harper. It's like, wow, cool. We're going to have a lot more home runs hit and finish fourth. Because so, there's, no, there's no immediate future there. So it's, it's not the same kind of, of crowning achievement after we've been building for a while that the Padres got with Machado. How bitter would Padres fans be if Machado, Harper, stands up in the same division 
the Dodgers get him, the Giants get him? I don't think it's going to matter that much. No? I really don't. My, my Padres Twitter probably won't be all that happy for a little while just because. But, I mean, Machado's a better fit for the Padres anyway. It, yeah. Why? You know, because you need, you need more depth on the infield. Yeah, push, yeah. you put him next okay. to Tatis. Right. Next to Urias. Next to Hosmer. That's enough. Next to Hedges and Mejia. Next to, pff, I'll, I'll go out and I'll put that infield on my in, on my diamond any day of the week and twice on Sundays. Um, what else did you see in Arizona? A lot of rain, some hail. <laughs> I saw that. Yeah, it was it was it was rough. I saw it, that. It was it was really rough. Um, no, I saw a few guys throwing some bullpens. Um, didn't get a chance to get out to the backfields because it was uh, pouring. Uh, it was pouring rain. The guys weren't out there actually working out. Right. Um, got a chance to see. Uh, I guess see Chris Paddock throw a live mm-hmm. batting practice, and that that guy. His stuff, How close his, did you get? His stuff. I was on the you know side. Could you of, hear it? You, you can hear. You can hear the glove. You can you can hear when it hits the glove. Have you ever stood close enough that you can? You can hear, hear the ball cooking the air. Yeah. Yeah. That was. Um, uh, when Trey Wingenter throws, when he hits 100, you hear that. When Robert Stock throws and he hits 100, you can hear You're that. You're still close enough, though, where you can actually just hear it like yeah, radio? It's on the radio? No, no. They, yep. they said, oh, that was a radio pitch. It must have, it must have been good because I just heard it. Yeah. I didn't see it. Oh, I've, I've, yeah. I've, no, I've been close enough. where I, I've seen guys throw hard enough that I'm standing on the infield dirt, and you can hear the ball doing that. Okay. It's, like, it's, it's cooking the air as it comes through. I, I That's was, impressive. I was wandering around on the phone, not paying attention, and David Price was going to throw a bullpen, mm-hmm. and they were waiting for me to get my fat butt out of the way, and I just, I'm just oblivious, like, oh, oh yeah, no, mama, we had a baby, it's a boy. <laughs> so, <laughs> no, no, no important news or anything. No like that, important news. So they get finally get tired, and he goes, "To heck with him." <laughs> or in Price's case, thump. And I hear that ball whizzing by my head that far away. It, I almost lost all of my bodily functions. Scared me so bad. Soup. Yep. Soup. And unless you're there seeing a big leaguer throw, gas. You don't know what it's you like. You don't understand how you that ball. So you don't understand like. the Ooh. fear and intimidation. Let me tell you one more thing I saw. Anderson Espinoza. Yeah. Remember that name? Mm-hmm. Anderson Espinosa is the guy they got from the Red Sox and the Drew Pomeranz deal. Right. And he one, was of the best, one of the best prospects in the Right. He was getting compared to Pedro Martinez. Right. Tommy, and then he had Tommy John? Tommy John surgery, right. yes. He threw a bullpen. Mm-hmm. And it was you know, pedestrian because he's still only about 80% letting, right. cutting it loose, right? And then he, he cut one loose. And it was, it was electric. It was like it came out of nowhere. It was just he got toward the toward the late middle of it, and he was like, "I'm gonna see, I'm gonna see what I really got here." And you know, balls gave him the Darren Balls gave him the okay to do it, and it, and his it just look it looked different. And how a guy who's like probably five ten, five eleven, maybe 165 pounds, soaking wet, maybe to generate this kind of velocity out of that frame, and it was just loose and beautiful. And if he's back, dude, holy crap! Because he's not even the guy you're being like being considered as one of these guys right now. But it was if that's what it is when he throws. That's the first time I've really seen him throw a ball live. Oh, dude, have you dude. ever have you ever played catch with a big leaner or a pro? Not when he's actually throwing, but yeah, like like played catch with. So him. The, the the amazing thing is like when you and I play catch. By the time the ball gets to you and I throw it to you, it's already decelerating, right? Right. You throw it to me, it's decelerating because we don't have major league arms. Right. It is so interesting to watch a big leaguer 
play catch because yeah. the ball is actually still accelerating as it's getting to you. It hasn't started to slow down yet. It's, it's almost like it's got that they say like a, it seems like a rise ball because it's got yeah. that late life with the, with the spin rate and stuff. Even playing catch because we would put on our throws, we're playing from 120 feet, whatever it is. It would have an arc to it. These right. guys are, it's a, cl it's a clothesline. Yeah. And they're it's not still, even it, it, it hasn't even slowed down yet by the time it gets to you. Right. Um, oh, I forgot to apologize. Okay. Accepted. We, 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 we replaced you for a day. Okay. How bad was it? Uh, he was actually really good. He told a story about meeting LeBron James. Oh, nice. Who was it? Um, I feel guilty that I didn't call and tell you that, you know, Mark, Marcus McNeil came by and hung out and sat in your chair, used your microphone. What's Marcus doing these days? Um, How's he look, by the way? By the way, War Eagle, he's an Auburn guy. Uh, ginormous, thin. He's always been a big dude. Thin, yeah. ginormous, really cool hanging out with him. Nice. Told stories about meeting LeBron James and, and, and such, and Phillip and LT, because, you know, they're boys. Well, yeah, he was a rookie when he blocked for him in 06. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So we, I did. I forgot to tell you that we, we had him sit in for well, you. Bring him back, and then he and I can do a show. Absolutely. And he we'll, was much better looking than I was, and he told about. He's, he, yeah, not a small dude. No, but he's tall and thin. He thinned out? Yeah. He's, That's good. Yeah. How's his neck? Because it was, it was the neck that ended his career. Yeah. Um, he, he didn't say much about it, but, you know, most NFL players are either get really skinny when they get done playing, mm -hmm. or they get really large when they get done playing. Yeah. He looked like he could be a model. Keeping, keeping himself in shape? Yeah, yeah, Good. Exactly. A, lot of, a lot of pickup basketball with LeBron James. Yeah, exactly. And right now, the Lakers could probably use him. Because uh, how, bad is, how bad is the Lakers falling apart right now? Holy crap. What else did you think was going to happen? LeBron James, when has LeBron James ever been a great GM? Um, uh, never. never. Well, well, when he wins a championship, then Where? he basically won on, on his own, then he can say that he's a great GM. Other than right. that, he's no. awful at this. He's awful yeah. at putting teams together. He brings in his buddies. He cuts them loose. He makes these demands. He is awful at being a general manager. He's a great basketball player. But I tell everybody, he is an organization killer. This year, for the first time, he got hurt, too. And they're, they're that's very gonna likely going to miss the playoffs. And it's not going to be the last time he's going to get hurt because no. father, father Time Never Loses. I remember I got assassinated on Twitter when the Lakers made the signing. And I'm a the Laker fan, grew up a Laker fan. And I'm. And you know, I'm a LeBron I, hater. And I said, listen, I, I just can't get excited right now about giving this much money over this many years to a guy at this age who's played how many extra seasons going to the finals that many times and, and really never had an injury problem, it's, it's probably going to catch up to him and just got detonated. And I'm not saying, I, you know, I told you so, but Say father, it. Twitter. Father time, no, father time, Rocky Balboa said it's undefeated, never loses. Look yeah, in it, the camera. It, it had to happen eventually. No, because it sucks. I hate being right about this. No, I would look have loved in the camera. To work. Look in the camera and tell him I told you so. No, I didn't. He told you A little, so. Maybe. But it's here thing. Next year it could be great. You never know. But it's, he this, told you so. This also is in the roster you surround LeBron James with. This he needs shooters. And they Did he help give pick him this shooters. team? Don't don't don't. They didn't give him. He tells him who he wants on the team. Well, he told him about Anthony Davis. That didn't happen. Well, okay. So I'm going to go get one guy who's not ready yet. But he puts together the team. Don't make no mistake. He's the general manager of that team. By, by the way, let me ask you this. With that, is, is that the moment when they didn't get Anthony Davis? Because the Lakers used to do whatever they wanted, whenever they wanted, come hell or high water. Because you had a general manager Because you had Pat Riley. Or Jerry West. Who somebody, could actually make that stuff happen. Somebody who could do it, right. Is this now more the fact that they don't have the people in place to make a deal like this happen? Yes. Or is the rest of the NBA now like, you know what? We're done helping the Lakers. 
We're not. Or we're not going to give them. That's it. Forget it. We're not. We're not helping you guys. You're on your own now because they're sick of all the stars wanting to go to L.A. all the time. No, I think that's. Uh, we're not going to help LeBron do what he wants to do. So it's more of an anti-LeBron thing. No, it's not. Not an anti-LeBron thing. But why would I go out and help LeBron? Look, I want to help myself. Allegedly, you're, if if you get three first-round draft picks, you're supposed to be helping yourself. Well, they asked a lot. Right. Because LeBron was going to demand that trade. See, when he demands all these trades, he has no leverage. Riley well, can well, play. The other team has all yeah, the leverage, other yeah. team has all the leverage. That's why he is a horrible general manager. Because he does it publicly. Second best player in the history of the league, but a horrible general manager. I would say, you know, that's an interesting debate, too. And I heard somebody, Scott Williams, said one time, uh, former, former Bull, former mm-hmm. K. He played with MJ, and right. he played with uh, LeBron. Right. And he's a great guy, great basketball mind. And he said, um, with those two guys, that he would still say MJ is the best player of all time. LeBron is the most dominant player of all time. I'd agree. And I think that's a really good... Because he's, uh, he's much bigger than MJ. He's, ju- he's just a, a, a right. wrecking ball. A couple things before we get out of here. Yes, sir. Uh, how did you do at the uh, soccer game? Did you hurt yourself? I did not hurt myself. Did you get hit? Did you good. get? Did you get uh, face planted? I did not. I actually had a header that got blocked by one of my own teammates. I thought I might have gone in. Who who blocked it? I couldn't even see. There were there were forty people on the pitch. Wait a minute. I have no on idea what? what happened on the pitch. That's what they call it when it's soccer. Yeah, but only when it's in England. It's That's a, an English term. It's not a universal. So term. is nil, but we use that here too. So yeah. So again, it shows the illiteracy of American soccer fans wanting to be that guy that I know all about soccer. So on the pitch, well, technically, it was okay, nil. Then, then it's a carpet because we're playing inside anyway. We call it a carpet on the field on the grass. It's not a soccer. field. It's not a field. Nothing's growing. On the pitch. On the, the pitch. Pitch is better than field in this case. I think we're getting you, too technical. You pitched it on, out onto the Wait ice. Wait a minute, is, is Amber over there from Quezon? She played in the game, didn't she? I, I probably. I've seen it on my team. I have no idea. There are too many people there. It's it's chaotic. It's absolutely so. Chaos. I could have been. I could have like ran out there and they wouldn't even have noticed. I know there were people in the team picture afterwards that I had been with like for 20 minutes before the game and 12 minutes on the field with. I looked around. I'm like, this is the first time I've seen you. It's that many people out there. It's nuts. We went to the fleet game. Fleet game. How was had that? Had a great time. The 3111 game? Yes. Tailgating was outstanding. In fact, if you go to 973thefansd.com, Brayden has a whole package on the tailgate. San Diego has always been a top notch tailgate. Oh. No question. It was strong. Carne asada, Tijuana hot dogs. It's been laying dormant for a couple of years. Did it all all come back out at once? Yeah, and then you see some of the people that actually had their Charger tailgate gear, their tents and everything, but they had put um, duct tape over the bolts. You did get the, uh, it, and in the fourth quarter, uh, I think it might become a tradition now, they do, uh, they do greet uh, the Spanos family. And how do they greet them? I can't repeat it because it's a fan. No, they just start screaming Spanos sucks. That's fine. It's Facebook. You say whatever you want. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so that was good. Oh, I, I do want to bring something up. What you got? Because Brayden put this up. I want, you, you, you and I are both college football fans, right? Yes. Big 12, Pac-12 talking about combining mm-hmm. their forces to stand up to the tyranny of the SEC. In it's other a, words, get the two Pac-12, Big 12 champions together and have a super conference mega champion so and, maybe and they can get in the uh, playoffs. I read this as well, and this would also be you play your non-conference schedule against the other conference, right? right? I have a take on this. What is yours? What is your situation? No, I'm here yours first. No, I asked you first. Um, I love it because the Pac-12 has to do something to become relevant. How about the Pac-12, like, how about like Larry recruit Scott better. has ruined this. How about recruit better? <sighs> You have, have, have better head coaches. Clay Hilton's not a head coach. Yeah. Mark Hurley's not a head coach. 
They got some good head coaches in there, though. Chip, Chip Kelly might be able to rebuild Kelly. something in UCLA. Chip Kelly. Maybe. There's some, yeah. Rich Rodriguez is not a head they coach. They need to not play on Friday nights. They need to yeah. stop. Larry Scott's got to go as commissioner number one. That he, he's not done a good job. He has not done a good even, job. Because even basketball's football. down. Even baseball's down. Yeah. Stop playing, is, stop playing stupid Thursday night games. Stop playing stupid Friday night games. Recruit better. Keep our talent here. Don't let Alabama and the SEC come in. Uh, with Cathedral Catholic going through their championship run, going to the, to the state finals, we saw kids were committed to all these schools outside of California. But are, Keep they pack, our are, they, are they Pac-12 schools? No. Washington, Oregon, no. uh, Utah. We saw Clemson kid. We saw some Alabama kids. Um, we saw some Boise State kids. Keep those kids home. Okay, that's like, a good like, start. Like, in, like Dan Sula will tell you, they draw a line in Miami, and they call it the state of Miami. They don't want anybody from South Florida leave to go somewhere else. Because there's so, much, there's so much talent in South Florida, you can do that. And in California, it should be the same way. Right. There's so much talent in California, it shouldn't be getting outside of the Pac-12. But it's been doing that for a while. So that's why I say, recruit better, recruit smarter. Um, I think it's a, it's a, a fine idea in theory mm-hmm. and in concept because it does help those power conferences. But what does it do to the, now the group of five schools that are not getting those games? It's going to kill those schools. Those schools get a payday out of that. Oh, that helps. Okay, so that helps to so Nevada, San Diego State. Exactly. That when they go and they play, when Fresno State goes to play, you know, Alabama, right? They get a lot of money from that game, and that helps to you know buoy their entire program and makes them better because they can then recruit better. They can do that. So, does it help the Pac-12 and the Big 12? Sure, but it's going to have a seriously adverse effect on all the other schools that we're trying to get into that more elite status, and just have a chance to, to play in that New Year's Six Bowl game. How does he do this? TV, Facebook, radio, deep thinker. It's a philosophy minor I have, that's why. Is that what, you're, is that what it was? English and philosophy, yeah. Where'd you go to school? Fullerton. I had to do a lot of learning on my own. Cal State Fullerton? Yeah. Cal State Disneyland. Exactly, yeah. Do you Cal, know Cal that, State giant uh, concrete building. Do you know that Cal State Fullerton is one of the toughest schools to get into in California now? It wasn't what I was going to. They were taking anybody. No, see, uh, the toughest schools to get into in the CSU system are San Diego State and Fullerton right now, uh, and Cal Poly San Luis Obispo. Oh, places you'd like to live. Three, three toughest schools. Fullerton used to be the backup school. Yeah. yeah. Now Fullerton's like one of the top schools in in California. Just thought I had I'd, no idea. Out of state yeah. tuition. Huh. <coughs> Just thought I'd share that with wow. you. Wow. In right. fact, Riggs, my son, is um, applying to schools, and we said, "What about Cal State Fullerton? That'd be fun." Riggs, you can go to school and work at Disneyland. There we go. And they said, don't even bother. So maybe you've led the way. Well, I mean, that's what I learned there, obviously, is that you know, Cal State Fullerton is the Stanford of California. A- absolutely. Yeah. And that's why uh, Cal State Bakersfield is really, well, Harvard's really the Cal State Bakersfield of the East. Precisely. All right, that's going to do it for Facebook Live. Now, big announcement. We are going to, so we did the show today on Wednesday. We'll do another show on Friday. But you're going to have to find where we're going to be, which is going to be at? Our studio. NBC Seven, right across the way. It's gonna be. It's gonna look slick. We're gonna put some graphics up. We're gonna, it's gonna like not look like this. It'll look like. It'll look like a TV like station. I've, I've been coming into your radio. In the radio. World where you, just, where you, you get creative with stuff. Now you're walking into the TV world where we like to dress things up and and really kind of put you into a dream world. So here's what we're gonna do. Beginning of the week, we'll do Facebook Live, 97.3 The Fan SD uh, is, our, is our Facebook page, mm-hmm. and NBC7 will share it. Later in the week, we're going to walk across the street. NBC San Diego Facebook is going to have it. And, and, and we'll share it, the and we'll share share it on, on, on our street. So this, so. Is, this is the synergy. We got the, yeah. we got the full partnership working now. 
This so is I'm, pretty darn cool. I'm looking forward to going into the TV studio. So you're going to come over and do more, like, do TV with us, I'm going right? to go over and do TV. I'm going to stand there. You we'll, know, I've we'll actually... We'll put the makeup on you. Yes. Um, and I've lost... You know what? I've lost another uh, belt loop. Uh, belt, Very nice. Yeah. Well done, sir. So I'm sir. trying to. I'm trying to not be this. I want to be more like this. So... We're going to go do push-ups after this. Yeah. So we'll, we'll put out a watch party so you can find us uh, when we go over to NBC7. Completely different look. So beginning of the week, radio. End of the week, TV. And we're, we're going to combine our forces. We're pretty excited about this. And Marcus McNeil, if he fits in the building, he can come over and do it too. Absolutely. We're, and you know what? I think we can start having guests on as well. Let's do it. This guests are great. Be, this could be awesome. So guests anyway, are great. Thank you so Bring much for Harper. watching us. <laughs> what hat will he be wearing? Bring. Yes. He'll be wearing a yes hat. No, the Yankees are out on the Yes Network. No, that's true. Oh, darn. We'll figure that out when we go over to be on TV uh, coming up later this week. Thanks for joining us, everybody. <laughs> T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.